Hello, Annie McLaughlin here for this week's edition of Stick Together, focusing on union news and social justice issues. Stick Together is produced in the studios of 3CR Radio in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network and brought to you by your local community radio station. Since the Fair Work Commission put the axe to Sunday and public holiday penalty rates two weeks ago, there have been rumblings of discontent across the working people of Australia. The rumblings burst out in Enough's Enough Stop the Attack on Workers rallies across the country. Despite rallies as big as 15,000 in Melbourne and Sydney, the rallies were underreported. We intend to redress the balance. But first, some union news. ABCC update. Construction companies wanting federal work will be banned from having enterprise agreements that require foreign workers to be retrenched ahead of Australian workers under the Turnbull government's new industry code. The Australian Building and Construction Commission last week released a list of clauses in current agreements that don't comply with the new construction code. A number of agreements contain a clause that says where an employer engages local and overseas workers, temporary foreign workers will be retrenched first. The clause says this approach is taken because temporary foreign workers are intended to supplement the Australian workforce. But the ABCC has ruled that the clause does not meet the code's requirements because it limits the ability of the employer to make decisions about redundancy based on operational requirements. The first female secretary for the ACTU. Former ACTU Vice President Sally McManus will succeed Dave Oliver as ACTU Secretary this week. She was at the Melbourne Enough is Enough rally on March the 9th. She had this to say. It's time we rewrite the rules in our favour because at the moment they're stacked in their favour. It's time that we tip the balance back uh, on our side so that we can protect our rights at work and our way of life. And how are we going to do that? We're going to do it like we always have, by uniting and by sticking together. Hospitality workers standing beside tradies, retail workers standing beside building workers. The only people who can rewrite the rules in this country is us, the mighty trade union movement of Australia. Work for the Dole death scandal continues. In April last year, 18-year-old Josh Park Fink tragically died at his government-approved Work for the Dole site in Toowoomba. Minister of Employment Michaela Cash indicated that an investigation would be carried out into the tragedy and a report would be released within a month. Eleven months on and the Park Fink family are still waiting for the report into this tragedy to be released. Pressure is being applied by the Australian Unemployed Workers Union for the release of information through an FOI request for the government's Work for the Dole risk assessment conducted for the Toowoomba site. The request has also been rejected by Michaela Cash because it contained information that could harm NITO, Josh Park Finn's job agency. The AUWU has launched a Justice for Josh campaign that's hashtag justice for Josh, 
If you were one of the 19,000 Australians currently participating in a work for the Dole activity, the Australian Unemployed Workers Union encourages you to assert your right to participate in a non-work for the Dole activity such as voluntary work or approved study until your safety can be guaranteed. Postal employees working at a Sunshine Coast warehouse last week say work continued around the dead body of one of their colleagues. Police have confirmed a 49-year-old man was deceased at the site. The call to emergency services that a non-responsive male was found came through at 2.55am. The ambulance and police arrived shortly after 3am. Police cordoned off the area, but it is understood there was a delay in the undertaker's vehicle arriving. The body was still at the scene at 6am, more than three hours after the man was found. One employee said witches' hats were placed around the body and people were told to carry on working. They didn't see it as important enough to stop work, she said. One worker said he was shocked when he arrived at the scene to find the body of his colleague of 15 years lying on the floor while work continued. It was quite disgusting, he said. The whole work should have ceased operation. Penalty rates update. Malcolm Turnbull insists nurses and police officers aren't next in line for cuts in their penalty rates. The Prime Minister was responding to legal advice obtained by trade unions that the independent legal advice we received on the FWC penalty rate decision says nurses, teachers, community, disability, social and transport workers, among many others, are also at risk of losing their penalty rates, ACTU President Jed Carney said. Giri Sivaraman, Principal in Employment Law at Morris Blackburn Lawyers, said the FWC's reasoning that consumers now expected services to be available outside normal hours, in inverted commas, left the door open for penalty rate cuts in nursing and health care, transport, security, construction, mining and factories. You're on Stick Together with Annie McLaughlin. I'm outside uh, Victoria Trades Hall. This is the National Day of Action being called by the unions after the uh, Fair Work Commission's slashing of penalty rates. More and more people are turning up, a very large contingent of CFMEU. I'm from 3CR. Can you tell me why you're here? I'll just show a bit of support. I've come here with Victor, show a bit of support for the CFMEU and, yeah, put some more numbers in the rally. It's important today to stand up to our rights at work and for the workers and for all workers. I believe um, beyond reasonable doubt that we've, um, this government is pushing work choices and if we don't stand, then we all face um, hitting, having it hit in the hip pocket. Um, I believe in a fair day's work for a fair day's pay and I believe that um, people are, are not being heard, they're not being listened to and our government needs to wake up and that's why I am here today to stand up. Thanks very much. Thank you. Uh, g'day you guys, I'm from Stick Together 3CR, can you tell me why it's important to be here today? Oh, just to stop the cuts on penalty, for the penalty rates. Yeah. Yeah. What, well, you're from uh, CFMEU? Oh, I'm not from CFMEU, I'm just from a work site, from Labourer. Okay, and so this is important to you as well? Yeah, for sure, we're here to support everyone, it's touch one, touch all. Thanks very much. Thanks. G'day, how are you? Can you tell me why the CFMEU have called for this rally? Well, they've called this rally for uh, several reasons, uh, not only penalty rates but also the, uh, the code 
uh, which is which is going to be a total disaster for us. So we uh, we need to rally rally against that and fight back against that. But it's also for all our kids and for all the people out there that can't get away today, that are being told that they have to um, stay at work, otherwise they'll be sacked. Well, we're going to we're taking a stand against that, and we're we're leading the way. We feel. Now this is a national rally, isn't it? Correct. That's right. Yep. Yep. The uh, only today they're not rallying in. Uh, Perth today because of the election there uh, their rallies later in the month. Okay, and it's a really good turnout. So so far we're expecting plenty more. Okay, thanks. No worries, thank you. G'day, I'm from 3CR. Tell me why you're here, Dave Karen. Uh, well, I'm here for the reasons I've been here for 47 years <laughs> because it hasn't stopped the attacks on uh, ordinary work and people's right to organise and uh, to fight for the rights of not only themselves but the communities they live in. Yeah, thanks very much. Thank you. John, can I ask you, you're here today, of course, uh, yes. part of the National Action? Yes, yes, I am. Uh, looks like a very good contingent of uh, workers here, so I think it's going to be an absolute cracker of a rally. I'm here today because I work in retail, and um, obviously this is a huge attack on our wages and conditions that, you know, unionists have fought for, and I think we need, it's really important that we come out to defend those because this is just a test to see what they can get away with before they try and do even more, spread it to other industries and um, yeah, an attack on um, one of us is an attack on all of us and it's a huge one. Isn't it amazing, the uh, gathering? Yeah, it's amazing. I feel like, you know, all this solidarity, it's like the all these construction workers, all of these maritime workers, workers from all of these industries who aren't even getting um, their penalty rates cut are coming out to support young people who are having their penalty rates cut in hospitality and retail, and we need to see more of that because that's how we're going to win. Thanks very much. In a stroke of genius, the organisers put an ACDC tribute band on the back of a flatbed truck to lead the march to Liberal Party headquarters. Reliving the famous 1976 ACDC clip, the anthem of the day was Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. laws that they are trying to put into place. They put some of them in place and that's just the start of it. I mean, let me tell you, Australia is supposed to be a free country. They always talk about the Aussie spirits. You always get a fair go in Australia. That's what this country was built on. And guess what they're doing? Construction workers and people working in cafes and hospitality industry are second class citizens. That's what they have made this country at the moment. They are making construction unions lawless They are making us lawless. They are making us look like thugs, like criminals. They call us everything under the sun. And all we're trying to do is protect workers' rights to make sure every night when they go to work, they go home safe to their families. What are they trying to do? They're trying to reduce them rights so more people get killed. 330 workers got killed under the last ABCC in the construction industry. And let me tell you...
worked in the hotel industry for 30 years and I wanted to meet our Prime Minister. Why? Because she's cutting off the penalty rate of hotel industry. The penalty rate that is Sunday, that is only enough or is not enough for our daily living expenses in the worker industry. This coming July, we are looking forward for even 50 cents of minimum wage. But what is our Prime Minister do? He cut off the penalty right, which is we can lose it for the hotel industry. Where we are going to? Where is the security of the hotel industry worker? Out of our 30,000 wages in the year, we are losing 2,000 of it. We'll strike something different here. Hey, ho, Malcolm Turnbull's got to go. Hey, ho, Malcolm Turnbull's got to go. Across Australia, workers, unionists, rallied to defend worker rights on March the 9th. Let's hear from Christy Kane, Secretary of the Western Australian MUA in Adelaide. I'm here today, firstly, to support and stand in solidarity with the low-paid workers in this country, the SDA, the United Voice, and many, many more workers who rely on penalty rates for their living, who rely on, on the weekend, to go out to pay their mortgage for them penalty rates and have been betrayed by this rotten Liberal government. I want to give you a, an opinion of what's been going on around the country and you'll all be aware of the CUB dispute in Melbourne. There is another dispute going and you'll get the flavour of what I'm talking about. In the mines, down in Cully, there's another outfit that want to take 45%, 45% of the wages and their earnings down there. They are now out on the grass having a go. In Quinana, a multinational company like Alcoa, who have seen the demise of the Australian shipping industry, have now said to them shore workers, the AW workers in them yards, then you're going to take a 25% wage cost as well. You can see what I'm saying. The struggle is here. And we're not going to turn away from it. The CFMEU and the Maritime Union will stand in solidarity with workers all over this country. All over this country. You're on Stick Together, union news and worker stories, produced at 3CR, broadcast on the Community Radio Network and brought to you on your local community radio. We are covering the Stop the Attack on Workers rallies across the nation on March the 9th, which started a fight-back campaign against penalty rate cuts and the ABCC legislation that targets construction unions. In Queensland, workers rallied on the Gold Coast and in Brisbane. Here is Peter Ong from the ETU Brisbane branch speaking to a large rally in Brisbane. amount of people was the Your Rights at Work campaign. That was the last time that our rights and our conditions were firmly under attack from a grubby LNP government, the Howard government. We rolled out in numbers to the point where we had 30,000 marching across the bridge 
into Brisbane. 30,000 committed trade unionists, 30,000 workers under attack. With that campaign, we unseated Howard Newman, uh, Howard, Howard's government, Howard Newman again. We unseated Howard's government and we took him out of his own seat. It was a fantastic outcome. And we stopped the outrageous laws that he was trying to introduce in their tracks. But unfortunately, I would suggest that the very next week, this LNP government that was kicked out of power started plotting and planning for the attack that they have now introduced on workers in Australia. First of all, a Royal Commission. Let's roll that one out again. Let's bastardise the trade unions in the building industry. What did they get out of that? Nothing except $100 million worth of taxpayers' money down the drain. So their next attack was to find us out of existence, to within an inch of our lives. Every time that we took action to try and maintain the wages and conditions, the rights that we have as workers, every time we took action to hold on to that, they fined us, they fined us, they took us to court. Hundreds of thousands of dollars spent on lawyers. Workers threatened with their own livelihoods, threatened with $10,000 fines. When they couldn't beat us there, they go to an election with a double disillusion to introduce legislation that's going to try and strip out hundreds of years of conditions that have been fought for. We managed to get clauses in our agreements because when they find us for taking action, it becomes harder and harder to keep taking that action. So how else do you protect what you've got? You put it in agreements, yeah, we'll get to that. You put it in agreements. Clauses that try and stop these bastards from bringing in labour hire or undercutting your agreements. So what do they do next? They legislate against that. This year or last year in December, the so-called friend of the worker, Pauline Hanson and that other clown, Hinch, <laughs> opportunity to save Australian workers. They had an opportunity to do the right thing for working Australians. Pauline Hanson ran out there saying she was the new saviour of the world. There is a bit of dissolution in the voting public at the moment. She ran around saying she'd stop 457 visa workers. She'd reduce the tax in Australia. What a load of shit. What a load of shit. She can't achieve anything on her own. And instead of stopping 457 visa workers, she voted with the Liberal government to introduce laws that stop us from fucking having an effect on that. She is an absolute anti-worker grub. And Hitch, Hitch, who ran a campaign against pedophilia, well, Hitch has just voted to give pedophiles more rights and more legal rights than construction workers. Comrades, what's going on with Australians when we vote for shitbags like that? When we allow shitbags like that to have a decision on our working lives and our livelihoods? 
We are under attack. Our livelihoods are under attack. The future of our children's working lives are under attack. And the fabric of Australia in general is under attack, comrades. If we do nothing, if we allow these grubs to do what they want to do, they will strip back a hundred years of hard-fought one and, and hard-fought and won entitlements. A hundred years of people that have come before us. This is just our turn to pick the baton up and have a decent run with it. And I'm fucked. I am fucked if I'm going to be the generation that gave it all away. So it's simple, comrades. We will hit the streets. We will fight back. We will take down this shitbag government. And when the next Labor government gets into power, we will keep campaigning and we will hold them to what they say they're going to do. And we will make them give back what's been taken away from us under this government. In New South Wales, where the only thing on the tally news was a smiling John Howard flanked by bodyguards being chased by members of the rally on March the 9th, Jed Carney, president of the ACTU, spoke to a massive rally, recalling the recent death of MUA member Tim McPherson at Barangaroo, who leaves a pregnant wife and an 18-month-year-old son. Lest we forget why unions are important. I've been asked to read out this letter from Tim McPherson's dad. I don't know if I'll get through it, but I'll do my best. As you know, Tim died at Barangaroo eight days ago. He's a third-generation trade unionist. His grandfather, Jim, was a sales rep and an avid and active member of the old Commercial Travellers Guild. His crowning success was being a party to winning air conditioning in workers' cars back in the 1970s. I am his father, Ian. I am a teacher. I joined the New South Wales Teachers' Federation as a trainee in 1974, and I was a full member in 1978. I was a very active branch member in all positions, culminating with 17 years as branch president of the largest non-metropolitan branch of 1,500 plus members. I was 28 years as state councillor of the New South Wales Teachers Fed and life membership of this branch was bestowed on me in 2014. I remain a casual teacher. I'm in retirement though as I continue to teach occasionally. My son Tim was in a range of jobs over 16 years and generally sought his appropriate union and he was egged on by a very watchful dad. His connection with the MUA remained the longest of those associations. This family knows why we have paid annual leave, why we have continuously improving working conditions, why we have paid sick leave and safer on-job practices. None of these gains were generally handed out without union campaigns. There's but a small pool of enlightened support of employers. 
Unions are why we work 35, 38 and 40 hour limits and have reasonable breaks. Right wing ideologues continue to spew hate campaigns regarding unions. The majority of media reporting concerning unions is negative or badly slanted. As Tim's father, and from my hospital bed, oh, the day before his funeral, I urge you to always be union, to encourage your family, your relatives, and your friends to join a union. Stand tall. Try to always know the issues and vote. Those who dig the well should be able to drink from it. So it When workers' rights are under attack, what do we do? That's it for Stick Together this week. Thanks to you for listening. Stick Together is produced at 3CR Studios in Melbourne. We broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network and we come to you on your local community radio station. The podcast is available at 3cr.org.au and you can contact the producers of the show by going to sticktogether3cr at gmail.com or by calling 03 8377 and leaving us a message. Remember, wherever you are, whatever you do, there's a union for you. My name's Annie McLaughlin. Catch you next time. We got some dirty deeds done, dirt cheap. That's what we got.